Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 31 of Be With Me. Uh, probably the worst sound of all uh, in the history of Be With Me. I'm on an airplane today. And uh, listen, because this is a wonderful little thought. I'm going to title this, I've Got a Star Out in My Driveway. And we're going to encounter a group of men who run into the problem of what do you give as a birthday present to a guy who already owns a star? So this is from Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. So let me just pause uh, right there. We already have of who we have, and that's Jesus, the what, and that he's been born, and when. uh, It's in the time of Herod, plunks us down into uh, a period of time between 37 B.C. and 4 B.C. when he ruled and where we know he was born in Bethlehem. And then we find these wise men from the east, uh, likely Gentiles, which is significant in the story. Uh, The Greek word for the wise men is magi. And uh, we don't know how many of them are. We know they brought three three gifts. Um, And they come to worship. Now, this troubles Herod, clearly, because he is technically, quote, the king of the Jews. That's what the Romans called him. That's what the Romans appointed him. And so these guys are, are have say, we want to worship the guy who's really the king of the Jews and who has a star. So no wonder Herod was uh, a trouble. The other guy has a star. Now, so Herod's thinking, well, let's say this is not true. Uh, but it almost doesn't matter because if people think that it is true, that is, that there's a guy who owns a star, there's a guy who uh, is king of the Jews, that's almost just as bad as if he really is. And what if he was truly, truly the, the king of the Jews sent by God? Well, then he's God, and that's uh, that's a problem because Herod certainly knows that he himself is, is not God. All right. So then he's called to action, verse 4, And assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. So that's cited from Micah chapter 5, verse 2. Herod is gathering the chief priests and the scribe. Now, Israel only had one chief priest at a time, but it's but he uses the plural chief priest because what he's doing is he's gathering all the old chief priests. He's kind of, kind of grabbing the institutional memory of all of Israel, all the ex-presidents, if you will, gather them all together because this is an important event. And they find out, of course, so Bethlehem is going to be ground zero for all this. So then the plot hatches, verse 7. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star. So now we know the where, Bethlehem, now we know the when, when the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem saying, here's the sneaky part, go and search diligently for the child and when you have found him, bring me word 
here's the great lie that I too may come and worship him which is just the irony of that is so great because that's exactly what he doesn't do he goes and starts killing people verse 9 after listening to the king they went on their way and behold the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was so now they're sort of in the neighborhood they're six or so miles away and the star acts as their their guiding light you know maybe it was a real star maybe it was an angel and verse 10 when they saw that star they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy verse 11 and going into the house they saw the child with mary's mother and they fell down and worshiped him then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. So this is a great compare and contrast story between Herod and the, the wise men. Herod here, we find him opposing Jesus before he even meets him, inquiring sneakily, being deceitful, kind of lying to these, lying to these wise men. Um, so these important men, intelligent men, powerful men, rich men. Herod is certainly one of those people. The wise men also. So what? How do the wise men do do better than Herod? Well, they gather together in their foreign country. We don't know which one it is. They traveled together. They treasured up, and what that by that I mean is like if hey if this is real if he, if this guy is who we think he is who he says he is then we're going to arrive and we better have the appropriate amount of treasure to give a guy who already owns a star. So that's where they gathered their gold and frankincense, and they were ready for worship. They were excited about it. They received it with joy, and then the part that I think might have been a surprise to them was when they went into the house, they fell down. Like, this doesn't sound like then they planned and carefully and got pillows out for their knees. It sounds like they fell down, like the like the, the revelation of the Lord came to them and they appropriately fell down, just like you and I are going to do. I mean, it's the guy, he's got a star, and probably when you run into a guy who owns a star, you're probably going to fall down. So what do you give as a birthday present to a guy who's already owns a star? I mean, you give him your allegiance. You give him, in this case, you give him what you what you brought, gold and frankincense and myrrh. But you, you give him access and you give him um, uh, a yielding. And these guys, I think, are the first Gentiles who really sort of get the picture. And then we find here in Herod, we have this not just institutional memory, but we have institutional resistance, and that's going to be a theme for the rest of his life and all the way to his crucifixion. So thank you for being with me today. Thank you for uh, for exploring stars uh, with me today. We learn about the guy who's got a star in his driveway and what we should do when we run into him. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. Sorry about the noise.